Yo, yo, yo. Give me just a second, y'all. I'm getting uh, getting everything fired up and ready. It is another Friday and another great day to host an episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. This is the 55th consecutive episode. I'm going to tweet it out here in a minute. I'm actually opening an Amazon package as I speak, and it might have some ability for me to hook up a better mic to what I'm doing right now. Oh, shoot. Now, that's the other package. I think I've got a package. Like, it's weird. Got multiple doors to this house, and they occasionally drop it off in the other one. And I think I've got another one. Actually, no, this is it. Okay. I'm going to try to get it going, and we'll see if we can get better quality audio somewhere through the middle of this space. Rooster, what's going on, my up. man? <laughs> what's going on, man? Way to flex with having multiple doors and shit. Oh, yeah, multiple <laughs> doors to a house. Completely, complete flex, dude. Nah, dude, no, it's yeah. just a, uh, it's a townhome setup. You got, like, you know, door on one side of the house, door on the other. That's it, bro. Just Yeah, I got a backyard. No, I got two doors, too, so I'm, I'm not a solo no sexy, door. No sexy backyard, you know, just a back door, and occasionally the people will drop it off there. So, yeah, I know bear market flex having multiple doors to your house, but you know, <laughs> exists. I um, just entered this uh, turbo long on blur at fifty cents. Um, so really, far, my thesis, yeah, my thesis, super high leverage. It's like if Dude. it moves down a penny, if it moves down a penny, like I'm liquidated. But like we're up like eighty <laughs> percent. <laughs> we're, we're up like oh my right gosh now, dude the so whole like... the whole shit storm in the market right now is absolutely insane man as far as like talking about potential black swan events you know i feel like somehow this week has mustered several together all simultaneously and it's just you know, before we had talked before about just the, you know, the unlock with the Mount Gox stuff, or not the unlock, but the unlock with the staking, then the Mount Gox Bitcoin, you know, slowly being dispersed. Um, and that in and of itself, I didn't think was enough to see kind of what we've seen and then the potential capitulation that can follow along with that after. But you combine that with, you know, the Silk Road Bitcoin that was seized by the government back in, you know, 21 or late 21, early 2022. Um, it moved over to Coinbase, right? You know, even smaller things. And I say smaller things, but, you know, Voyager um, liquidating some of their assets to USD, which, you know, again, you can say, hey, it's only $50 million of ETH, but like $50 million of ETH to the sell side is still $50 million of ETH. You know, little things like that, adding up and then you know you've got obviously this um you know the silver oh shoot not silver well obviously yeah the silver gate um issues as well so you know silver gate in and of itself struggling but then on top of that you know the svb stuff which you know svb is another like, dude, there's just so much trickle down that's happening. And, and, you know, on top of that, equities also look like shit because um, <laughs> of how hawkish the Fed has continued to be. So you just have like all these things combining together for this shit storm. And it's it's kind of crazy. But, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, we're at our last hope and our last prayer level of support right now. 
So I still see it, you know, from punting along perspective, I, I think that it's a decent spot as far as, you know, kind of the risk reward um, to be able to punt along here. But dude, if these levels give, I, I could see like a COVID type wick happening. Um, but, you know, in the meantime, until they give, like no reason, I think, to be a doomer. Dude, I it's getting annoying, man, where I'm just GM, GM, by the way. But I'm like in a couple of chats and everyone is just I'm just like it, it like I still think being a doomer, like, yeah, you got to be cautious. But I like being a doomer at this point after everything that's happened, like I understand like the contagion risk. It's like if you can't pull your money out, you know, like and then, you know, you have like bigger banks like, oh, we can't be part of this you know because a system systemic risk and we won't you know we like and they pull out of like gemini and it's like if you're all stuck in crypto like it's not a bad thing <laughs> like <laughs> what else are we going to do like where everyone's going to stable up <laughs> like we're just going to be trade like I, there's going to be no inflows probably but i'm just like like what things are going to be like exponentially worse so it's just like i don't know like you got to you, you got to just, just stick with it. And it's just like, I, I it's everyone just loves to be a humor. Like it's insane. And it's like, you really just zoom out and it's just like, we, we've been, I, I don't know. It, it's just so, it's, it, it's getting annoying. I'm like, just, just sack up. Come on. Like grow a pair. Yeah. I'm not necessarily a, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a doomer in this point at all. Would I love a black swan to shorten the spot? Oh, that'd be a fucking dream. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I'll, I'll keep some, definitely keep some capital on the sidelines in case that, uh, you know, does happen. Um, but yeah, no, definitely not a doomer at these levels for sure. I agree. Except on Machi's bags because a dude owns a quarter of the Gitcoins and, uh, yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't buy 30% of it in a <laughs> break down Break down what's happening there a little bit more for me. Because yeah. I feel like Machi has an understanding at this point that what he's doing just does not feel like a very high alpha move. And it just, yeah. you know, like, I, I, I don't know if there's something hidden that nobody's picking up on with his strategy um, there. but No, I, I, I thought about it every which way. Like, even if you had, like, huge edge you you would never buy that much of the supply because there's just like pr- kind of no way you would unwind it unless you had a like pranksy had 1500 apes the only way he got out of that position is just board ape like blew up you know like there's no like that was the only way he could have gotten out of having 1500 apes um having like what does he have like 2700 of the 9200 like nfts like i thought about it so if he had alpha it's dumb because he sized up way too much um the other end is like oh you want like oh i need to cost average or whatever it's like okay that's way too insane to cost it like he would have done it lower and like not that way and the only other way the only other thing i could think of is farming but that doesn't make sense either because he's not i i've done i've run a couple of models and like i don't know maybe i'm within like a 10 percent plus or minus margin of error but you know, he's not going to make that money back off the points. Like he'll make good money, but he's not going to be making that off that collection. So he, I well, was thinking, but even like, so, is there going to be the liquidity to absorb that type that, of, exactly. You know, if he he'll wanted just, to dump it all at whatever. Yeah. He can just wash yeah, it to himself and burn money, but that's way too much money and he's never going to make it back. And it's also one of the variables is the, is the daily volume. 
is how many points you get. So he can't sustain thousands of ETH of volume a day by himself. And doing it on low volume, like, is a waste. You're burning money already that way. So it just doesn't. I actually don't know what that guy's doing. Tax write off? Yeah, maybe. He, that's the only, the only he, other thing I can think of is tax write off. Yeah, yeah. Dude, dude's been over a thousand. He's taking a fat L. He's Gitcoins so far. And yeah. yeah, he's trying to farm a token that's down like sixty percent from at the high in just a couple of weeks. Dude, it's a worthless and... like open edition. That it's like a worthless open edition. I, I I so I I've analyzed every kind of like angle, and I I it's a loss on every unless like, like that's the thing. I don't unless it's like the craziest alpha of all time, which I just don't think he has. I I just like what would it be? You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah, think he's I don't know. He's in Vitalik's DMs every day, begging him to like just tweet something, <laughs> like like anything. There's one time Vitalik tweeted about an NFT and it rocketed from like 0.2 to like 12 ETH within like uh, a couple days. So he that he, yeah. it's just a hail mary. Like that's literally the only thing that's gonna save him. If that's like yeah, it's probably such he thinks that's such months. a crazy move, but he's just like literally giving everyone 0.4 ETH. I, I I don't know. Like that's what well, the floor doing. is 0.3 now. His, his infinite bid wall is no longer there because the floor is now 0.3. So, um, yeah, dude's toast. Or at least a thousand. I, I, am I like yeah, zero I mean, IQ because I thought it would be a good idea to buy? <laughs> I, like, I, I, like, I literally was thinking yesterday at some point. I'm like, wait, should I buy a couple of these? Like, is that just the dumbest thing ever? And I'm like, yeah, that probably is the dumbest thing ever. You always have to think, though. Like, right? You can't just... Like, everyone's so quick to, like, make fun of someone or whatever. But you have to analyze something. And then if you come to that same conclusion after that, then that's fine. Bog, you never want to be the main character. And I feel like, you know, it's a small subset, right? But I feel like Machi has fully made himself the main character in the NFT space right now. Yeah, dude. Also, I kind of like. Wait, I how is Bog it? not the main character when he's trading watches? You, you bro, you, you, you don't want Bog to be the main. main I don't character. want to be the main. Char- I don't want to be the main. You don't character. want to. Be I don't want. To, I do it's not. Good to want be, to be it's good to be a well-respected character, but you don't want to be the main character. Yeah, look what happened with Gainsy in the betting. Like, I, I just, I would don't want to smoke. Don't Wait, want to games. Oh, are you talking about like the, the escrow stuff? Like, he was the main character over the weekend. Everyone was just giving him Wait, shit because okay. his bets. I was going to say breakdown outside. Like I saw people shitting on Gainsy a little bit with the um, like there was somebody basically that posted some type of article saying, hey, like this is paper trading, right? Like trying to go through all of that. Was there something deeper than that that went down as far as the Gainsy drama? Uh, I, that was essentially it, right? They're just saying that roll or, or they're saying like roll bit, like backed them on those, on those huge bets. And, and he wasn't doing it on, with his own money. Um, and then he's like, dude, just check the chain. And like, he was like, yeah, I'll put like, I'll escrow like 10 grand, like put, give it to like, I forgot who was like stepping in to do it for him. But he's like, yeah, if you toss in 10 grand, I'll show you like, you know, everything. And like, no one really, <laughs> no one wanted to do it. Well, but, Bro, here's the deal. Gainsey has a lot of money, but, you know, he, he has that via, you know, various methods that, well, either way, like, you know, nobody that I know in the world has enough money to sustain that type of betting consistently because you're like, 
there aren't many people out there in the world that really have enough of an edge with a system that they've found to be able to apply that and continuously beat the house, especially at that type, you know, those type of numbers. So it like, you know, the odds are just simple. If you're those type of hands, like you're going to be drained pretty quickly. And, you know, I like, so I just went into it always assuming that it was just bullshit numbers. I'm like, Yanzi's just being Yanzi. So I'm like, I don't give a shit. Right. Like, you know, that's my whole thing. When, when somebody kind of outed him and I get Gainsey defending it, I, I still think Gainsey's just Gainsey one way or the other. And <laughs> so I, I, I think it's kind of funny, but you know, like I get why people were shitting on it. I understand it because, there's just something about the math that doesn't add up, but you know, yeah, I mean, $400,000 bets every night. Like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't care enough. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I feel like it's whatever. Um, and I, I just stay away from sports betting cause it's, it can be really addictive. Um, and, and there is no edge. So it's like, you're, it, it's just a, it's so negative EV and it's like the rush you get, I get it, but like, you're just addicted. Bro, even, even the, you know, there are guys out there, you can like pay for the cappers. Right. And like, it's not, I, I've seen guys that I know that are really good with math and really good with those type of, you know, like, and they still, you know, they'll go to the best cappers and they'll run, you know, they'll backdate all the math and they'll do everything else, plug it into spreadsheets. And, you know, like I had a buddy that, you know, he put together just a small, like $10,000 little fund. I mean, Honda's going to laugh at this because we both, <laughs> we both just gave the buddy a little bit of money. And like, I love the guy. Like he's smart. And, you know, he had a good system with it going into it, but I think both of us realized whenever we gave it to him, there was zero expectation for ever getting that buddy back. But it was also one of those things where the guy, like, you know, sent out a weekly report, sent out his strategy, sent out exactly what the equity curve was, all that type of stuff along with this, much more calculated than what you're seeing, and inevitably basically went to zero. So... You know, like, and that was over the course, like, I don't think Gainsey even does it by calculating units, right? Like, you know, a good sports better is going to sit there and, like, say, dude, dude, dude say, I just, just like Washington, that's a shitty city. Bet we're fading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than saying, like, I'm betting $300,000, he'll say, like, I'm betting X amount of units on this. And, like, that's a, you know, it just... So he's got zero, so you know there's something off with it. So that's why I never really, like, took it too seriously. <laughs> so they're like, you know, good good for whoever is exposing him. But, like, you know, if you had any common sense, you knew it was what it yeah. was to begin with. So yeah, I'm, but it's like, it's just, like, funny. Like, you know what I mean? It's like entertainment. You're, like, that, like, it doesn't, I don't know. I think people take things too seriously, too. Like, yeah, you know, it's. Whatever, if he's LARPing about it, who, who cares, right? Like, it's at the end of the day. It's like, I think people care about other people too much. I mean, I, he is putting it out in the public, of course. I, I, I've always followed Gainsey for the character, not for the alpha. Exactly. <laughs> right. exactly. So that's, that's, not, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why I'm not upset with it. Um, but, yeah, no, that is funny. So, I, I, like, I didn't realize he went full main character mode over the weekend. Um. 
But yeah, no, I feel like Bocce's in that spot with the NFT space right now. And it almost feels like he's spiraling a little bit, you know, doubling down on these bets. But yeah, you um, should have done like multiple different wallets. I feel like you don't want to be that guy. You're just a target at that point. Bro, between that and the DeFi Abes, like, you're like, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Pump those so hard. DeFi Abes. Yeah, that's what I think it's his project. He has like a couple hundred of them, but like, yeah, like you should uh, see like the most inorganic volume I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It went from like 0. 0.03 to 0. 0.7. I'm like, oh, I wonder how that happened. But, dude, I think those guys, I've noticed the big farming technique is they just buy up a dead collection and then they just wash trade with each other. Like, that's what they've, I've, I've been studying this. Like, I've legitimately been studying this because I think there's alpha there. And that's my alpha to everyone this week. Um, I'll just go ahead and say it. I probably shouldn't, but um, if, no, if you there's run... a secret, Bog, you can give that type of alpha because the majority of people on here aren't actually going to go through and execute on it. And then okay. even the ones that actually will give it out or will execute yeah. probably don't have the size that it will make a difference. That's true. Uh, okay, guys tell me. So if you guys want to come to watch piss tornadoes, have piss tornadoes. So <laughs> piss tornadoes is the alpha. Yeah. No, but so. The, I think on last Saturday, I, I, I like painstakingly with a buddy, like we we took all the numbers from the, the leaderboard, uh, you know, the total leaderboard, um, put them in a spreadsheet, right, for the top 500. And then we just kind of, um, you know, averaged out. I think the top 500 average is like 100 and, 160 points per person uh, total. And that was like 20 days into it. And then, you know, you divide it per, per day and you extrapolate it out to 60, 90, 120 days. And then, you know, you, you alter the price of blur where I think it'll be like, you know, probably between like 25 and like 40 cents is it like in that range. It's a big range, but you can kind of do the math, figure out what the blur per point will be, um, based on the amount of points that are out there total. And, you know, with the margin of error, like probably plus or minus 10%, um, it's actually worth worth it to farm um, if you have enough size and, and you can find and you can kind of, you know, pick a collection. I'm not going to say where, where I'm doing it because, I mean, you can probably figure it out on your own, but I just don't want to get like I'm giving way too much now. But um, I'm doing it in peace. And what I'm burning per day towards what I'm, I'm, I'm earning 10x what I'm burning per day. If, if my numbers are even like even like and I'm like with the current numbers of like where it's at, I'll make 20 times my money. But we all know it's going lower. So I'm looking at blur re- realistically at 30 cents and about 30 blur per point, 30 to 40 blur per point. It was 42 blur per point season one. I think it'll be skewed probably towards about 30. Um, and you can just you could just play with the numbers, right? Just create a financial model, edit some stuff. And we did that for a couple hours. And my buddy, you know, he's a little bit younger and he's a math whiz. And we, we uh, I, I think, and you know, the top 500 is pretty accurate. You know, like those people are farming per day. It's, it's a 24-hour concurrent thing. So you're going to have the majority of the heavy hitters on there. And, you know, you can tell too by like if you create a new account and see how many people that are actually like earning points per day, um, you know, you'll see kind of like roughly where you are. If you create a new wallet, earn one point, you see like how many people are doing it. And you could really get in the weeds. Um, but I, like I said, you don't really have to do that. You can stick to the top 500 and, and do the math. And I think it's still worth it. And everyone is fading it. Um, I'm going to do a whole thread about this in a month because everyone's going to forget about it now. And I'm just going to laugh at everyone just dooming and glooming and 
meanwhile, I'm just here. And even if ETH goes down another 10, 20%, I'm still going to make five times my money. So, um, I've been counting like for these five things. ETH. And I've yeah. been like five I, ETH yeah. and I got like fucking 50 points <laughs> right now. Uh, so, you're, you're, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. You have to. I've been exiting. I have another. I have more edge too. Like, and I'm not going to give that away, my, my secret sauce. But um, I, found it, I found a way to do it relatively safely. Um, but yeah, um, that's, I, I think it is worth it. Um, and I, I am going to write a big thread about that. If I'm successful, if not, I'm just not, I'm going to eat an L, but I think it's going to be, I think it's, I think it's, it's worth the risk right now. PP, welcome up my man. What's going on? Yeah. See, I actually had a question for Bogfather. Um, Bogfather, what would you say would be a good amount of ETH? farm with like one ETH, five ETH, 10 ETH. If someone wanted to get into it, has uh, no idea what they're doing. I am doing it with 125 right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's exactly the amount I was uh, shooting for, uh, but except you, not at all. Even you can do it safely with about like 15 to 20. Um, and you're not going to do it the typical, I'll, I'll just tell you what I'm doing. PP I'll DM you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asking for ninety nine percent of the people in here who are working with like oh one ETH in their wallet. Um, well, yeah, like it's not feasible. <laughs> it, yeah, there's no secret there. It's not feasible. This is more so like it. It you have to have some size for this, um, and it's and it's a good way. Like there's, they, I think they've actually kind of nullified that. Like you're not gonna that you can't just do it with like two. And maybe you can, but I haven't found a way to do it with like a small amount of ETH. Um, you have to, I mean, you have, you're, you're probably better off trading at that point, right? Like people that were trying to do that with, with those like Gitcoin or the owls, you're better off just flipping and making money and building a stack and then farming. Um, but you should always be, if you have a large stack and you're not doing anything in the meantime, you might as well be farming right now. Um, and large, even with 20, 10, 10 ETH, like, I think you're going to be okay. Um, you know, because like even if Farm you're getting ten percent of what I'm getting per day, it's still really nice. Is all I'm gonna say, and and the numbers make sense. But anything under ten, probably not worth it. Um, but not what not with the way I'm doing it at least. All right, I'm gonna need a, a lesson, so, uh, one on one. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> right the Boston for the Boston in the Boston yeah. voice chat, and I'll break it down. That's the abot. That's that's the alpha you get in the bot. Hey, I actually got a meeting. I gotta hop off here, but love you guys. I uh, hope this market doesn't ruin your weekend. Y'all have a good one. All right, take it easy, man. Rooster, Bog, you guys are gonna laugh your ass off at me. So I I bought two different adapters for you know different setups. One, I'm actually getting really close, I think, to, you know, like I, I, I sat down and spent a shit ton of time learning more about the Roadcaster Pro finally. Um, so I've got it really close to being able to just fully get up, run and go. And I'm pretty positive use it with Twitter spaces. Um, well, there was an adapter that I needed for, well, two different adapters. One of them I got correct with it, but then the other... I ended up effing up and the other was an important one. I had to have both. Well, then as a backup, I bought another adapter for my old mic um, that was just USB. So I bought like a USB. I thought that it had to be USB to USB-C, but it was USB to lightning that I needed to be able to get to my phone for just like that off the, you know, 
whatever the mini mic. So I completely effed that one up also. So I, both of the different mic setups Such a that I thought I was going to have as options for today, I bought wrong adapters for. So Dude, I yeah. I'm, I'm terrible with technology, so I'm not even going to laugh at you because that's some shit I would do, honestly. Yeah, so yeah, like cool. I got a boat and I was hyped when this package got here because I was like, okay, this is, you know, I'm going to be up and running on one of these things during today's space, experimenting with it. Now I'm pissed because I can't do either. Yeah, that's such a disappointing feeling when you expect to have something. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. You rug yourself. All, <laughs> yes, like I've done all the research going into it, you know, and it's one of those things where you get to a certain point in a video where you can't do anything more you know, until you have the equipment to do it. So like, I thought I ordered everything correctly for both of these different options to be able to improve audio quality, get everything else up and going for all this because really wanted, I'm like, I've got most of the gear, most of the expensive stuff. There's no reason to go ahead and not just focus on getting this stuff down now because like, you know, the bear market's the time to do it, dude, right? The, the bear market's the time to get all of this stuff fine-tuned, learn the ins and the outs of everything, so that, like, when things are really up and going, you know, you've knocked, like, all this time-intensive stuff out of the way. Your game's already sharp. Well, I f myself over, so i got to push it off a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, uh, it looks like we got some time to kill boomer. Yeah, you know, the boomer, boomer side's killing me, so... Um, Rooster, are, are like, are you definitely going to South by Southwest? Bog, are you going? I yeah, I'll can't be, I'll do be there. South by Southwest. I actually got an invite to go to this cool thing at NFTLA, and I can't do it because I have to go back to New York help my mom out again. But I got invited to this really cool thing uh, from like one of the guys who's like creating a project. So here's the deal, Rooster. Wait, Bog, you cut out for a second. All good. Yeah, I got a call. No, no worries. Um, here's the deal, Rooster. I'm still happy to go. I told 80s that I will show up. You know, I'm not sure what days yet, like crossing over, but, you know, I'll show up for a bit. But I just want you to understand what you will be doing to this market if I do show up. Um, you know, oh, my strike the shorts lined up already. Like, you, okay. I, I was going to say, like my, my original <laughs> comment. So I don't think you've seen it, but I told you when you posted that to just, you know, use your nuts and don't bet against yourself and short like the rest of us are. And <laughs> you, I guess you didn't do it. I, no, I did not. Oh, like, look at this green dildo on blur right now. It's only a micro dildo, but that makes me up like over 100 percent at the moment. So uh, <laughs> I'll say this rooster. So like my, uh, you know, I think. My official um, Bybit like trading for the competition account, the DGen one that you know you like deposit the two hundred dollars on. I'm officially down on that one. I think ninety six percent for that two hundred bucks. So I need to like I can I can re up myself into the competition pretty easily. Just inject like a few hundred bucks and I'm back in the debt. Like that's why that's you start great. so low with something like that. But yes, like, you know. <laughs> That, like that's the alpha with those competitions. You start super low, and you you have to be a complete like if you're gonna win that type of shit, you have to be a complete DGen. So you know you do the DGen type of shit. But yeah, no, my DGen type of shit on that like that completely <laughs> like if I'm not in last place, I am near last place. 
with that thing. So, you know, yeah, like, I'll so, make my come back. Literally yesterday, um, I, th- I think Vlad uh, is was number one as of yesterday with, like, a 80-person um, return so far. But, yeah, my account took so many swings. I did what you did. Uh, you know, I just threw in a hundred or 200 bucks whenever I got back from uh, LA and yesterday, you know, I saw a swing to up 50%, um, to down 40 to then up 60% again. And then I ended the day like down 50%. And so, uh, we're making it back right now, boys. <laughs> Love to hear it, man. Hey, like, I'll be transparent about it. I don't care. Point being, I missed that shit. I should have done what you said, and I should have known going into it and just completely bet with the market, turbo-nuked everything on the fact that I was going to anything conference-related. But I, I swear, man, if I show up to this thing, like, I will have my shorts loaded. There's no other way around it because right now the strike rate is 100% that the days that I am attending, any type of, like, crypto in real life events and south by southwest i get it it's not really crypto in real life so like maybe there will be an exception there but like i'm meeting up with y'all which is in and of itself i think enough of a tie that it'll have some type of effect just you know because it's not directly correlated i wouldn't put you know i wouldn't i'd size accordingly Right. <laughs> it's gonna be the one time we like go, all right i'm gonna switch it up and just because it's not directly correlated it's gonna go against you again <laughs> maybe so we'll see man i i don't know it's uh <laughs> be interesting but it'll be nice to meet you know hang out finally meet a few more of the stonk family you know surprisingly 80s is actually the only person that I've met in person. Well, I guess D huts also, right. That I've met in person, um, from the stonk crew. So it'll be good to hang out, meet a few more y'all again, not sure exactly what day yet. I got to figure out that whole thing and then get in on it, but I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be there for a little bit. Um, so it'll be fun vibing, hanging out with the fam and, um, yeah, you know, hopefully the market doesn't take a shit before then, but you know what we really need rooster. All I'm saying is before I end up going to that thing, we just really need some type of a bounce to give ourselves some type of breathing room above this, like higher time frame support that we're sitting on right now. So that like the market can absorb whatever minor sell off there is while I'm visiting y'all. That's all I'm praying for. Yeah. Um, I, I my size inside the market right now is not uh, any insane amount at all. So I'm okay with volatility in either direction, and always happy to buy spot lower. Um, so I don't I don't really care as long as as long as we don't chop two percent sideways for the next like year. I am <laughs> completely honestly okay with that. like that's my thesis and like how bullish would that be for NFTs? It wouldn't be super bullish because there's no new inflows, but people are still gonna gamble. The money that's still in there, there's still gonna be shit being released. Like I think it'll be I mean, maybe like last year, that wasn't really too fun, but there was still stuff popping off. Um but I think you're gonna see like more of a rotation to value over that time if that's the case. 
it'll just it'll just be like a more prolonged version of that. Um, but there's always money to be made. Now I'm convinced the market's so big and there's just so many things going on that you know, like if you're in, I think really just being in the right community and seeing that you know, like seeing what other people are buying and um, I, I and being first, <laughs> like that, that's that's kind of what matters. But I'm not. I'm not overly like pessimistic because I mean, honestly, like I don't think anything will ever be worse than like the 2018 bear market when we were just using like 25 X leverage on like on BitMEX trying to make it back on like the, the <laughs> tightest like range ever like that. That was yeah, on, on like the hundred dollars. <laughs> that was so bad, dude. That was and like you'd be so happy. Like I, that was. That oh, was bro. If Bitcoin moved up a hundred bucks. You were like, this is it. Right. Like it's <laughs> happening right now. Dude, no, we then we were playing like uh, the lot. Like we would have like like ten percent swings up or down, like the liquidations. Like I remember, like in twenty nineteen, early twenty nineteen, like just crazy, crazy swings, man. And it was just like playing roulette, and like the the sit, like on it, like you'd short it, like right near support, it would fall like thirty percent, and like everyone would get liquidated, and it was <laughs> we were just literally gambling back then. Yeah, bro. I just remember sitting there watching, you know, the price for hours, and it's like, okay, it's sixty eight fifty now, sixty eight fifty fifty back down to sixty eight fifty. Like, which wall is gonna win first? Two hours later, looking at it, holy shit, we just got to move to sixty eight fifty four. Some whale stepped in and pushed it up a full two dollar, you know, like four <laughs> bucks. So like. You know, and that, yeah. that, like, those little $4 tiny candles gave you <laughs> adrenaline because you're like, shit's happening, right? We're eating yeah. into this wall. Yeah. Dude, I, I remember being so hyped, like, the day, like, the Pokemon movie came out. I, I wasn't hyped. I just don't remember because, like, it hit, like, we went up, like, 10%, and I, I had, like, a huge, like, long open. I just, uh, you remember your wins. And then you also got, you know, I'm sure everyone got liquidated at least once on BitMEX, but that's, you know. You got to learn all those mistakes in a bear market. Um, I think, you know, now people gambling, like I, I'm never going to put myself in that position again, but um, I had zero risk management back then. Um, not that I don't think it's even better now. I just moved to animal pictures where you don't, you don't, you don't get liquidated, but yeah, you still get liquidated. <laughs> you just get, you get, you get liquidated by illiquidity. Um, hey, yeah, I'm just trying to make enough money to become the Machi of Stonks. Love to hear it, man. Um, you know, hey, maybe if ETH dips down enough and you're you're in USD, you'll be able to do it easily anyway. <laughs> hey, I will yeah, say something that, cool at the Stonks nice. yesterday. Uh, you know, I wore the hoodie. There was at least one person that saw the hoodie and like, you know, because that conference is actually freezing inside. So, like, needed the hoodie either way. And I had one person that came up, and they were like, you won't believe this, but, like, that's the one project back in the day. They are like, I'm not a big NFT person, but that was the one project that I actually really liked and thought about. And they said, I didn't even know that you were involved with that. They were like, it was because it was something different with the charts, with everything, with that. So, like, yeah, the stock's got a little bit of love. I moved my uh, my stop on Blur. At first, I I entered the long with like zero stop at all, um, and if it went down a cent, like there go there went the rest of that uh, the challenge account, uh, or at least that reload. And um, yeah, so I just moved it to fifty percent in the profits, um, and I got stopped out now. So close to trade like fifty four percent profit. Ugh. 
I'm not going to lie, Jensen. <laughs> we, we, we need some type of balance here. I'm, oh, yeah, it's looking bad. Yeah, like, you know, I'm looking at look at the S&P 500 where it is, and I'm like, okay, we really need something to come back from this. And I was looking at it yesterday, too, at that conference. I'm like, damn, this is before it dropped to where it ended up dropping down to. Uh, I actually, like, I got uh, Crypto Jack to go uh, with me. So we were sitting there kind of BSing, looking through some of the charts on, like, in between some of the panels. And... <laughs> You know, I, I just like here's my thing. What I really hope this doesn't turn into, you know, it, it just looks like first off, the setup on a little bit higher of a time frame for Bitcoin looks really similar to like where we were in November, for instance, with the FTX setup, where it ended up breaking back down through that retest of the higher time frame support and a big capitulation with lower. Same exact type thing in like 2019, whenever we, or not 2019, but uh, 2020, you know, we had that breakout in January of 2020 from that higher time frame trend, retested it in March of 2020. And then, you know, COVID hit, lost that support, wick down. And then, you know, both of these situations, you basically effectively saw V back from the lows, but it swept the previous lows from where they were before. So like, that's the type of scenario I could see where, you know, like, heck I'll BS on here and say it. If we lose that, like I could see something dipping down to like the 12 K area. I really could. And, you know, I, I didn't want to be in that boat, but you know, if this level goes, I could see capitulation, like real capitulation happening. Um, so I, you know, I'm really hoping against it, but you know, I like, I'm just in that position right now where I'm like, okay, pray this holds because again, if it holds, you know, decently high, like, you know, the upside potential is pretty high from here. And you could look at it from that type of scenario. If you're saying, if you want to punt along, I think the, you know, the stop is relatively tight. Like, I mean, I, heck, if it hits down on the 19K area, I think that, like, it's, it's going to sweep the lows lower than that. So, like, boy, man, you can keep it relatively tight here. And the upside, you know, you're still looking, I guess, if you really do see a bounce across the markets, you know, maybe back to the mid to high 20s, maybe it does even carry out to that 30K path. But, like, point being, when you're looking at equities and, the, like, it, it just – both of them are struggling right now to hold the line. So we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully we avoid the shit storm and we don't deal with it. But, you know, we're here either way. We're riding, boys. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> so, I agree um, 110%. Uh, my thesis is um, if we don't hold these levels, I'm going to uh, load up, load up the leverage cannon and uh, start shorting exchange tokens. Um, I think if we do break below these levels, I think that there's going to be, uh, you know, some serious money with during the sweeping of the lows to short some of these exchanges, just, you know, get the rest of the weed killer out there and, um, shave off the rest of the bad hairs and fucking then finally bounce after we see true capitulation. Yeah. So... 
Anyway, I mean, we'll see, man. We'll see one way or the other. But one way or the other, you know, where what will continue to happen, where we will be next week, we will be right here, same time, same place. Um, um, and, you know, like the stocks will continue like to vibe and thrive and survive through all this shit one way or the other. Right. Like that's that's the that's the thing. Right. Like there are other projects that maybe they need the market to maintain a certain price. They need whatever else to happen. They need that inflow like the stocks are going to continue to survive whatever shit storm, whether, you know, market goes up, down, whatever. We'll be here because I'm going to be here. Um, and I know y'all will be too. So, you know, uh, we'll, we'll be here for week number 56 next week. And I apologize. I do have to cut today a little bit short. Got a lot of people coming in town and crashing with me tonight. And I've got a lot of things to do to get ready for them to get here. But, um, appreciate you gents for joining up here. Rooster, I'm excited to see you next week, except for the effect that I know it's inevitably going to have on the market and the pain and the turmoil <laughs> that it's going to cause everyone on here. The cost of that, just know what you've done for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people across the world. Um, you know, but hey, if it's worth it for you, it's worth it. That's why you just like, just don't be long at these levels, right? Wait, wait for the confirmation. We're giving you the alpha right now that you have your opportunity to short. If you counter trade that and it goes against you, that's 100% on you, 110% on you. <laughs> All right. So you've got the alpha. You heard it here first. Um, you know, hey, maybe I'll be able to be up there on Friday and we can do a live um, a live wonky weekly alpha with the, the Room 110 crew. Yeah, that'd be So we will see. But, gents, again, appreciate it. And I will see y'all this next week. Take it easy. Have a good weekend, everyone. Bye, later, guys. Have a good one.